Three generations of bold men, all in the same trench coat. Welcome to episode 29 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Shaft. As far as I can tell, I think we're just talking about um, like toast and spreads. Setups. Toast and setups. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about toast and spreads. Toast you, and want spreads. It, you want I in was, on this? Yeah, I do. I was, I have the a basic lot premise here, Samantha, if I if I would allow myself to summarize, is just that I I noted that uh, that Jeremy, we all know he's a fan of the PB and J, but unlike me, he would never just take a break for variety's sake and go J unless he was out of PB. You know, I like to switch it up yeah, even if I have never. both PB and J. Jeremy Knight, however, only PB and J. Only. I don't J just... really either. You don't J, but you PB. Yeah. I'll single so... P. B. If I'm at a if I'm at a fancier place, like a brunch place, I will rarely be served a PB and J with my scone or whatever the hell they get sure you. of course of course yeah i'll make inquiries i'll say what do you have in terms of a pb and what do you have in terms of a j yeah and i'll if they don't have both then i'll just go with just j mm-hmm. i like to a, take a my scone. toast crust kind of like what i like to do with a pizza crust and dip that into j slash yeah you sauce. you are a real dipper you yeah. enjoy a small pieces dip yeah. of yeah, items I do. I do that's my preferred method of eating and then i forgot yes. to eat the rest of the day because i was being oddly productive and then when i got to the movie i bought an abundance of food at the grocery store <laughs> yeah. uh and i ate all of it but i ate half of it during shaft then I came home, got home around 10, and I didn't want to wake up at 7 to have to put the notes together because I didn't feel like it. So I sat in the car and did all of it. It took me 45 minutes. They're very accurate today. And Ooh. then I watched the new Sandler Aniston and ate the second part of my food. Oh, yeah. The new Sandler. I saw that they were on, uh, they were doing the talk show circuit together. Yeah, that was my night. What's the Sandler Aniston called? Murder mystery. Amazing. They're just saying the names of the genre of the movie <laughs> yeah. now. The title is just the genre of the movie. Yeah. Romantic movie. comedy. Yeah. Romantic comedy. This is, I love where we're getting here. <laughs> I mean, was it was it? the night that I wanted to have. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my plan. The notes part threw a wrench into it. But uh, it was, it was the night that I wanted. I'll just put it that was way. It, was it, like, comfortingly very bland? Yes. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, report back. It's definitely not a good film. It's no Sandy Wexler, but it went mm. down real smooth. Sandy okay. Wexler. I was watch uh, Luna and I were watching when I was in Sarajevo. There was all these. There were all these Sandler movies on this one movie station, like for days at a time. Uh, and we were That's watching incredible. the one. 
what's the one where he has the kid with his teacher? Yes, Sandler. Is it a that's Netflix my boy? Or an OG? That's my boy. That's oh, what it is. Oh, that's, that's my, my boy. boy. Oh, well, you're watching one of the. You're watching one of the. One of the canon. Like that's. I mean, that movie is. I had never seen it before. Oh, oh. that is one of his oh. finer works. Yeah, is it though? Vanilla yes. Ice. No, it is. It yes. is empirically one of his finer works. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> Remember when we almost missed New Year's because we were watching Little Nicky? Because I do. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> Let me remind you, we were supposed to go to a party, but we got sucked into watching Little Nicky, just the three of us, by the way, and then we realized, oh, it's almost midnight, we should go, because it's New Year's. Got to the party, just as soon as that party was moving to another party, which we would have missed, and that's when we got in the car in the, is it okay to ram a bus situation. Oh, wow. Um, same night. That really confused me that this was just being called Shaft. Well, it's very lazy, you see. Yeah. It was that. <laughs> and I realized that I had never seen a prior Shaft, which is embarrassing. But Any it's Shaft? Per- no Shaft. Not one Shaft. I didn't know. No Shaft. He, none. I didn't know if he was a cop or a vigilante or a criminal, or an investor. I didn't know, other than that he was, like, swaggy, I didn't know his deal at all. Other than, but you did know he was swaggy. Can we just answer on that? That I knew. You probably knew he was a bad mother. Shut your mouth. That, all that, yeah. Did you, the last Shaft movie was directed by John Singleton, recently departed. I learned that, yes. Mm. Mm. How many Shafts have you seen, Chris? I've seen the the aforementioned Singleton Shaft from 2000. Yep, I saw that one too. I saw it once. I don't remember it at all, really, other than just sort of like visuals in my head. And I've seen the original Shaft from 1971. There are really? two additional, yes, there are two additional Shaft films uh, from the 70s. Uh, Shaft's Big Score, 1972, and Shaft in Africa, which gets mentioned a lot on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, or at least a couple times, uh, 1973. You've seen John Shaft in Africa? No, I've seen or, Fresh sorry, Prince. sorry, Shaft in Africa? Oh, you've seen Fresh Prince. Well, you know. Like all I of mean, them. Yeah, me too. I mean, what? It's not what an accomplishment, I'm just saying. I've seen yeah. them. Good show. Yeah, very good show. I yes. never saw the OG Shaft. Let's just say you can't make that movie now. Well, the thing about yeah. this Shaft is that it is not up to date with its wokeness. It kind of tries to be, but in fact makes it even worse. I think the word pussy was said at least a thousand times. <laughs> I have to admit, only now, when reading these posters um, for the new movie that we're going to discuss today, or... Uh, this song too much shaft only now reading the phrase too much shaft or reading this movie's tagline all the shaft that you can handle uh-huh only now only now huh am i realizing only now huh what shaft represents and means that i didn't never understand until last night when i watched it and there were a couple references like that i'm like oh that's why that's the it, thing in this. It never occurred to me. I was like, <laughs> Detective John Shaft. Like, does that mean that? Does that mean that I, never the, the creators of Shaft have done their job well or poorly? 
I'd say well. I think, yeah, I think well. It's very subtle. I'd, very yeah, subtle. <laughs> very subtle. Like in this movie, when they're throwing that word around, are they, is it, I would imagine it's usually being used as an insult. No, it's being used in all walks as an insult. Like you as a man are a pussy, but then mm-hmm. also, do you like pussy? What kind of pussy right. do you like? Did you bring me any pussy? Where can I get right. the pussy? You're a Got pussy. It. <laughs> <laughs> It's what kind of pussy do you like? Did you bring me any pussy? All of those things were said. It's such a fine line because it's like, I love pussy. I want pussy. Bring me the pussy. Did you get any pussy? In all of those phrases, pussy is a great thing. It is the thing you want. But to be one, the moment you are one, and then it's the worst. It's over. And it's all over. Confusingly enough, at that point, the people who were just talking about wanting pussy don't want you. <laughs> Even though you are apparently a pussy. Yeah. The thing that is great, or was great a second ago. Well, 25 years ago. <laughs> Speaking of pussy, 25 years ago. 25 way, years way ago. back. So 1994, 25 years ago, uh, Samantha Herman was a young lady. The Lillehammer Olympic Games were held. Yes. Were held. They were underway. Uh, I'm sure there was a Whitney Houston song on the charts. Definitely. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. You're introducing something here, Sam. I'm, I'm excited. Well, Shaft, the <laughs> Samuel L. iteration, is in a car with a angry Regina Hall. They're in the car arguing. They are lovers. She's upset that he is not pulling his weight as her romantic partner and he notices some thugs nearby the car and as his ploy to get her to duck instead of just saying duck he asks her to pleasure him in the vehicle um does she comply is she she surprised she is angry and offended and almost Ah. gets shot because she doesn't do what he asks um but a shootout (laughs) ensues clearly (laughs) Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So just gunmen, there were gunmen looking for Shaft. They're, they're targeting Shaft. This is a hit. That's what he believes. Yes. And so he notices them, you know, like across from each other with the car in the middle. And so shooter happens and he gets out and they kind of cross each other off and he kills off the rest of them with gun, gunplay, except for one, the leader (laughs) who like looks off from a distance. And Regina um, Hall says, okay. this can't go on anymore. Like, I can't deal with your lifestyle. Uh, things are different now. And then cut to the back of the car. There's a baby. Shaft Jr. Shaft Jr. And Shaft is just shooting about willy-nilly. Yes. With not a care in the world. Not also the the asking world. the mother of his child, presumably son, presumably J.J. Shaft. Yep. Um, to orally pleasure him rather than <laughs> trying to actually save her from being shot in the head. Well, both. He, he wanted to save her, but he also do you think, do you wanted think that's to be what he wanted? pleasured. Yeah, I think he was trying okay. to two, two birds, one stone it. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, Shaft is a man of efficiencies. <laughs> well, in any case, she is very upset by the shootout and can no longer tolerate this, given that she has to protect the baby. And she says, if you're going to do this be a cop and like, be on the streets and be trying to save Harlem, which is where they are, then I'm done. So she leaves him, takes the baby with her. And, and now, this is 90, this is 94. Yeah. And then we, we all saw and loved 
the 2000 remake of Shaft. So this that still happens in this timeline, obviously. So this happened six years before that movie. Okay, I'm going to ask. I suppose, yeah. It wasn't her in the, that movie, right? Who was the love interest in the 2000 movie? I don't know if there was one. Come I think on. he just. I think he just went through a, he parade, just had a like, parade of lovers. Right, but he, there wasn't like a. I don't. I don't remember at all. Like anyway, a romantic, okay. Like a, like a but it, she wasn't in the movie. She, we're not seeing her. This is not continuity at work here with her character. Well, it's okay if it's not because they break up. They, they break up. She goes. Yeah. She lives. Goes yeah, somewhere okay. else. I was just goes. asking though. Yeah, yeah. We've got here. We've got Titus Welver and Method Man, <laughs> yeah. rounding out rounding out the supporting <laughs> cast. I Alexander Ship. I do love both of them. Um, my lovely wife refers to Titus Welliver as Big Butt. That's what she calls him. Does he have one? Uh, kind of. He's like a bit of a shorter dude. and I mean, I wouldn't have noticed it otherwise, but she kept pointing it out when we were watching, uh, what's the series on Prime? His series? Bosh. Bosh. Very good show. The best. It's really good. And uh, she calls that show Big Butt, and she calls him Big Butt. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very amusing. As in, do you want to watch an episode of Big Butt? <laughs> he does have an odd body, but I've I, never really noticed the butt. He's like kind of, he's like it. kind of, he's like small, muscular, and kind of like, I don't know, like solidly built. I've always found him very handsome. He is sure. handsome in his he way too. I mean, he's still have a big butt. Oh yeah. I mean, they who doesn't like a little around. drunk in the drunk? Uh, yeah. Amazing. But anyways, yeah. Titus Welliver, Method Man, probably also has a nice butt, but he's in this movie too, regardless. <laughs> yes, they're both in this movie. Um, so we get a montage of the 25 years that elapsed after the breakup of both men. Shaft quits the police force and opens an investigation firm, constantly plagued by Gordito. That's the one who got away in that initial shootout, and he was a <laughs> drug cartel of Harlem guy, and so like that's his white whale. Of, what was uh, a gordito? <laughs> was that a Taco Bell special? I mean, it was a gordita. Che- it was ah, a gordita. So a cheesy gordita crunch. And by the way, seen... in this movie, someone does ask, Gordita, are you talking about a burrito? While Shaft's doing his thing, busting heads and swagging and stopping cars in the streets with his overt swagginess, like not even looking, he just goes into the middle of traffic. Meanwhile, Junior, JJ, he grows up. Uh, the opposite. He's a nerd. He is sciency. He does not stop traffic. He gets like jostled by traffic, like bumped a little. Um, he went to MIT for college, gen- then joined the FBI as a data analyst. And he has two best friends, Kareem and Sasha. Best friends from when he was little, who helped him with the bully. Best friends still present day. And he grew up with his parents being separated. Yeah, he was only with Regina Hall, and Shaft would send birthday gifts throughout the years, which they also showed, including a Super Bowl ring, condoms, and (laughs) a box of porno magazines. (laughs) Super Bowl ring. So funny. Where did Regina Hall raise uh, Shaft the Third or whatever the hell? JJ. She moved from Harlem upstate, and that's where they've been. She's still there. And now that young JJ has joined the FBI, now he's back in New York City. But she still lives upstate. Yeah. And she went down. He went downtown to New York City to for his job as FBI analyst. Yes. Okay. And we see in contrast to Shaft's 
swaggy, aggro, take-no-prisoner vibes when young JJ gets hit by that car in traffic, as I said. He takes a photo of the license plate, runs the plate, and suspends the guy's license. Like, that's his method. I love it. Yeah. He's a tech. He's a, he's a, he's bashing heads together virtually. Yes. Oh, uh, it, it might be the more savage method. Like, honestly, I had my license, uh, suspended recently and getting it reinstated. I think I would have rather been shot in the arm <laughs> by yeah. Samuel L. Jackson than what I had to go through. So, I mean, if these it, two characters nasty. were here today, I think they, you know, they're skeptical of each other's approach. So I think if you told them about that, they'd have a lot to think about. Uh, so the <laughs> FBI boss, who is big butt Titus Wolliver. Um... <laughs> big butt. <laughs> uh, sorry, he's a, he's a special agent. He's the boss of the FBI. Well, he's JJ's immediate boss. He's JJ's boss. Yeah. Sarge, Sergeant, Special Agent Vietti. We'll be yes. calling him Big Butt. Big special <laughs> Agent Big Butt. Can we call him Special Agent Big Butt? I think he's earned that. I, I, yeah. yeah. He gathers everyone around and says there's a new potential threat in, uh, in the drug world of New York. It's a mosque leader with ties to Afghanistan, so it's very sensitive. We don't have enough evidence yet, and we don't want our investigation to get out because if we're wrong or if we're seen to be too aggressive about it, we could be accused of Islamophobia, and that's not what's happening. We were really just doing our due diligence to see what's going on. So this really needs to be hush-hush, and we need to do it through tech and just, like, hacking through records so as to not be overt who wants to volunteer to lead that part of the case jj volunteers and big butt loses it on him and says you're borderline a rookie there's a hierarchy here you have to adhere to it like who do you think you are to volunteer for something so major and he says but i can handle it and big butt says no thank you and it's embarrassing in front of all his colleagues wow so they were having like an all-hands meeting or whatever and yeah. he asked for volunteers and jj volunteers yeah. and gets shit for it yeah yeah that's a savage move <laughs> Is who wants only... to volunteer for this job i do not you sit down fucker. Like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait but did anybody else volunteer or he was the first hands up i don't know about big butts management style here i if he's asking for volunteers i feel like people should be free to then volunteer yeah i agree it's it's a it's a bold management style, but I'm willing to go along with Big Butt on this one. It's kind of like a contrarian over here. It's kind of like a. It's a litmus pack, test. It's like a litmus test. It's kind of a pack mentality. It's like That's right. you, anyone can volunteer, but do you know yourself and your place enough to know if, if you should volunteer? And mm-hmm. that's what happens. And he doesn't know his place. Per Big Butts. Assessment. I think I think we've all learned something here. What happens next? Because deep down, deep down, JJ has some shaft in him. You know, that's the shaft part coming through. You get it. The shaft is definitely coming through. Yeah, his shaft is emerging. <laughs> Meanwhile, JJ's best friend Kareem, who we saw through the montage, calls and says, "I'm oh, back yes. in town, and Great. I'm going to be seeing Sasha for a checkup. Sasha is now a doctor." JJ asks Kareem if you're clean or if you're using again. And Kareem says, you got to believe me. I'm clean. I'm just going to see Sasha for a routine checkup. I'm honestly, I'm doing really well. And I'd love to see you. There's something I want to talk to you about. 
He's definitely on drugs. <laughs> we shall see. All three go to dinner, and Cream says that... He's on drugs. <laughs> after he came back from the war, so he's an army veteran, That's and he that's why he started using from the PTSD. Afghanistan um, war? Yeah. Um, so, like, recently returned from his tour. He says, I'm working for this new organization called Brothers for Brothers. It's a rehab facility for returning vets just like me to get them reacclimated into society, help with PTSD, and uh, I'm really trying to take this seriously. This is like a new chapter in my life. JJ is very impressed and happy for Kareem. However, Kareem gets a mystery text summoning him, and so he leaves the dinner abruptly even though he said he wanted to talk to them about something and has been acting very twitchy. When J.J. rushes after him and says, you know, you can just tell me right now, he says, no, it's fine. I just wanted to say that I'm back and I'm just glad to have you in my life and everything's fine. But it's definitely not because he's acting very strangely. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know much about how, where this movie's going yet, but the one thing I do know is that everything's fine with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> We've noted that for the record. I think That's we, the one thing I'm back, sure. we can probably come back and independently verify that pretty soon. Yeah. Well, Everything. I can, my next note is the next day, Regina calls JJ with news that Cream was found dead. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. The one thing I was certain of. Yeah, you were certain. And then it really didn't take that long to turn this around in the plot. Um, what's his drug of choice? Well, they go to the funeral and... They don't know yet. They just know that he OD'd. And we see there are army people there. And then also some of uh, some mosque friend people. I haven't gone to that yet, but he was joined. He had joined a mosque recently. So some of those people are there. So we're just like seeing people that will later reappear in the movie. We see one guy in particular do the like army flag handoff thing to the parents. Um, JJ refuses to believe in the OD and he says, I saw Kareem. I could tell, I could see in his eyes, he was clean. And you, Sasha, you just medically assessed him. Didn't he seem fine to you too? And she says, yeah, he did, but you know, you can quickly relapse and he OD'd like facts are facts. But JJ refuses to believe it. And he uses his FBI computer to hack into the medical files and pulls out all the records from the crime, from the crime scene, and the medical examiner's report. Okay. Yep. He shows. Um, yeah. Questions. Um, we, questions. Uh, we worked a similar case, the three of us <laughs> detectives, us sleuths, a few weeks back when we did Cold Pursuit. Was that not the movie where a young man OD'd? That's right. Uh, medically, but it was act. There was actually nefarious purposes behind it was really cold-blooded murder yes i forgot that I, that was so similar that's right i'm just reconciling against previous case files guys <laughs> yeah precedent yeah it's true. maybe set. exactly maybe we can draw on some precedent here when it comes to uh trying to get a conviction uh okay, so he shows the reports to sasha and she says oh well now that i've looked at some of the medical details there's no way he could have ingested that much heroin and, like, still be ingesting it, he would have long died before this amount. Like, this amount would kill him ten yeah. times over. So there's no way. That, yeah. That idiots. The murderers are dumb. They have to... <sighs> yeah, like, uh, regulate your doses, man. So uh, she's on board idiots. now that it is staged. Wouldn't the actual medical examiner also see this? 
You would think. You'd be wrong, though. Unless the police force is in on this. Yeah, that's what I started to think, but uh, that doesn't seem to be in play. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I did. My mind went there too. Um, okay. Anyhow, um, let's see. Uh, JJ decides to go check out on foot, do some <clears throat> street field work to the place where the body was found, which is in Harlem. So he okay. goes up there, and like he has no business there. He has. He's not a field research guy. He's really out of place. It's a very rundown neighborhood. Um, bad street corners. Like, basically, it's the Harlem of the 80s still. Like, the movie does not recognize that it's changed a lot in real life. That's right. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So, that's that. Um, Yeah. Probably the right choice for the movie, considering we're going to trot out three generations of shafts here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... You got to do your planning properly when you're trotting out three generations of shafts. Yeah, and it's you know whatever. It's a Harlem. It's a Harlem out of time. Let's say. Oh yeah, very much. So yeah. he's wandering around his like hipster duds, and a mouthy kid on the street starts making fun of him. But he shows him the photo of Cream. And... Does he call? Does he call him a pussy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't remember I if the word so. is used yet, but he's like, "What are you a cop?" And he's like, "No, I work for the FBI." And the kid laughs. He's like, "Yeah, good one." Yeah. Uh, and, oh, because Kareem, before he died, had warned JJ, like, you say you're an FBI agent, right? And he says, well, I'm not really an agent, I'm a data analyst. And he's like, bro, if you want to get the ladies, you have to say you're an FBI agent. So he Ah. tries now with the kid, and the kid doesn't believe it. Gotcha. Lovely moment, you know, in honor of Kareem. Well, in any case, this little kid identifies where the main dealer in the area works and lives, his name is Manny. So JJ goes to check that out. It's basically a multi-story crack den. I don't know if that's a PC term still, um, but that's what I saw. Like a squat filled with people ingesting and uh, taking various sorts of substances. And ladies of the night offering sexual gratification for scant amounts of dollars. Ah. Or maybe even crack. Would they accept crack? A bartering system. She didn't cite crack as her rate, Mm. but I bet she would have engaged. Okay. (laughs) Sir, my rate is crack. (laughs) Do you accept? (laughs) Do you have it? (laughs) Give it to me, and I'll give it to you. (laughs) Give it to me, and I'll give it to you. That's a great tagline. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she needs a marketing slogan, but she's got one. (laughs) So Manny and the boys... That JJ finds won't answer any of JJ's questions, even though he's holding up Kareem's photo. And instead, one of them punches him out. Next time we see him, which is the next scene, he's awake now, being tended to by Sasha. And so, like, I guess they just tossed him onto the street. Basically unharmed, but shamed. How how did Sasha find him? We don't see that. We just see the punch, and then he's with her. Well, he knows that Manny won't talk to him any further or the FBI, or the cops, so there's only one man he can turn to. Is is the man that he's turned to, is this a man that he's seen no. recently? No. Never when was the last him. time he saw his father? Probably never. Probably not since he was a baby. So, I mean, really? Daddy, Daddy Shaft has not... Other than sending porno mags call? and stuff, he's not really made the effort no in any, effort. at any point. And when 
And when JJ took his New York City assignment, he also didn't make the effort. Correct. And but and, it would seem that Regina, Regina Hall said like you must stay away. Right. That where's Regina? Oh. Yes. Regina should have been like Regina has to make that decision early and be like, you're going to meet your father or you're going to not meet your father. Yeah. So she's the one who. But then he decided it. to continue with that and not, and not rebel against it. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I Until assume now. he's got some resentment in his shaft heart. Oh yeah. All right. But he's up against a wall. He needs Daddy Shaft. Yeah, and he knows Daddy Shaft is still there in uh, Running Game in Harlem. Running so Game. He, yeah, he shows up. Shaft immediately pulls a gun on him. There's also a Lady of the Night there. I can't say if she's for hire or for fun, but she is sassy. And Shaft doesn't pay. <laughs> I didn't think so. JJ convinces him that he's the son. I mean, it doesn't take much convincing, but uh, the gun is withdrawn. Lady of the Night leaves, and they talk about the case, and JJ says, I need your help. My best friend was killed. Shaft says, you can't afford my rate. And JJ says, consider it back pay on being a father. Ooh. I mean, Play that card quick. Yeah. I don't know I how you're going to do your FBI paperwork on this this whole thing, JJ. <laughs> you're playing a, a bit fast and loose com- as compared to how we've been sold you as a, you know, a shaft archetype. Does that um, guilt trip work it on Detective a little John bit, Shaft? But what really works is when Junior mentions the particular street in Harlem where he had been, Shaft realizes that that's Gordito's turf. Oh, so Manny reports up to Gordito? We think. He thinks, yes. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I can help JJ, but also maybe he can get closer to Gordito. Because he has on his investigation wall, like a vision board of his white whale. With like all these articles and old photos and old papers tacked up. I, I bet he doesn't call it a vision board. No, he didn't. I think he would think that that would make him a, a quote-unquote pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's me saying it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a Sam. That's a Sam. So during this conversation, Shaft also makes fun of him and says, what did your mother do to you? You're such a white bitch. Uh, <laughs> JJ says, you think it's wrong for me to have gone to college and dressed from the gap? Well, I don't take your criticism. Like, I'm happy with how I turned out. So, yeah, he doesn't. You can't, I hope he phrased it better than that. You can't argue with Daddy Papa Shaft using those kind of terms. I think he'll just that just reinforces his theory to him. You it know? definitely did reinforce his theory. Yeah. See, wavelengths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He needs to call his father a pussy, and then his father will understand. He needs to punch him. He needs to <laughs> pistol whip him as a greeting. Yeah. <laughs> what up, daddy? Bam. Well, they're not Bam. there yet, so you know they're still very opposite shafts. Right. And then they should measure so the dicks. dueling shaft, the clash of the shafts. <laughs> Daddy Shaft sees the cut on Junior's face from from the punch out, and he says, "Who did this to you? We all got to take care of business." And he immediately sets out to go take care of that business. JJ tagging along. I should stop saying Junior and JJ. I'll stick with JJ. Yep. And yep. he says, "Either you come with me now, or don't come back at all." JJ complies. But when they get outside the crack den, he's going to wait in the car. And Shaft says, yeah, just like your mother would do. And that motivates JJ to tag along, running yeah. after Daddy Shaft. Meanwhile, Can I go back to something you just said a couple minutes ago? Did he literally, like, 
it, was it a quote when you said that he called him a white bitch? Uh, well, it was a longer rant. It included, but it included white bitch. I don't know if, if yeah. it included them together. Okay, just checking. Yeah. It's important for my for my files. <laughs> white and bitch. Yeah. Uh, you are white and you are a bitch. Yeah. Son. Yeah. I hope come with me immediately were... to this crack den. I hope the words were said together in sequence because I feel like Samuel Jackson. He's just so good at cursing, and he could really tear into a white bitch. He would just <laughs> he would say that beautifully. You're right. Daddy Shaft really can tear into a white bitch. <laughs> Not getting cut. Okay, so Daddy Shaft flagrantly <laughs> in shouldn't. broad daylight enters a building holding, uh, lightly gripping a shotgun. Uh, JJ is or, or Daddy, Daddy Shaft? Shaft? Daddy Shaft. Daddy Shaft is, yep, okay. And what? JJ enters after Daddy Shaft has roughed up a couple of the guys, and Daddy Shaft says, Which one of these men is the one that punched you? JJ points at one. Daddy Shaft shoots the other guy, and he says, No, you got the wrong one. He says, No. I wanted to uh, get this one out of the way so you could beat up the one who hit you unfettered. So you're going to go beat his ass now, right? And JJ says, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not a violent guy. And so Daddy Shaft shoots that guy as well, both in the leg. These in the leg with yeah. a shotgun. <laughs> and, okay. Well, he has multiple guns. That might have been a handgun. But he is – he's got a mix. And those those people they shot were like no in their hand, hands up, like – Defenseless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, were they? No, they were mouthy, but they were unarmed. They were unarmed. They were unarmed. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, so JJ, I'm going to assume is he's a little concerned at this point that his uh, his uh, off the books operation with Daddy Shaft is not going the way that he planned. <laughs> but he's still going along for the ride. He's since Daddy Shaft has now <laughs> shot two unarmed men <laughs> on his behalf without even asking any questions or really any kind of plan. Correct. Well, Manny oh then shows God. up, sees what's transpired, and he also knows of Daddy Shaft because he's a Harlem legend. And so he immediately coughs up some information, even though Daddy Shaft breaks his hand anyway with his bare hands. Just okay. like breaks when, the fingers. Does he, when does he give the information? In, in what order does that happen? Like kind of during the handbreaking. Oh, okay. So it was pretty effective handbreaking then. Yeah. And Shaft demands he pay him $100 for his uh, trench coat dry cleaning, which Manny does give him. Incredible. And just to remind me, at this point, you did say it in the flashback, just to confirm. Daddy Shaft is not a licensed police officer or detective. He's a private detective. Correct. Well, Manny does reveal that he did know Kareem, but that Kareem stopped coming by when he joined B for B, the Brothers for Brothers. At this point, Shaft goes on a rant about how that sounds like Kareem must have been on the down low and demands that JJ confirm whether or not he likes pussy and what kind of pussy so he can confirm that it's true. Wait, what? I, I'm going to need you to do a recap on that as what? well. I didn't understand the connection between... Is because he had a male I, friend? Is it no, because he had a male friend and Daddy Shaft's like, you must be gay? No, because the organization is called Brothers for Brothers, which he thinks sounds like a gay organization. And then he says, your friend Cream, because of his membership, must have been on the down low. Is there something you want to tell me? Do you like pussy? 
It seems like it would be okay if he said he didn't, but maybe not. I'm not sure. And then JJ very timidly says, yes, I, 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 like, I like pussy. And Daddy Shaft says, describe it to me. Describe. Oh, this was in the trailer that I watched. Describe what a pussy looks oh. like, I believe, is the request. <laughs> or like your but, preference. I did not watch the Red Band trailer like you, so I did not see this discussion. <laughs> well, bad on you, I suppose. Yeah, what does it look like? What what is it? Describe it. Well, How does he describe, describe your it? favorite kind of it? <laughs> does he describe it? No. He, he kind of he starts. He's like, no, yeah, he demurs. Later, they together uh, go visit the Brothers for Brothers HQ, and we meet the soldier from the flag pass thing in the funeral. His name is Cuddy, and he's played by one of the really bland Friday Night Lights guys. All right. Uh, oh, white I, yep. Variety. He, the guy that became the like running back when they were in the East Side Poor High School. That sounds right. Played, yeah, he played through injuries. And I think um, he joins the army later. So there's him, and there's two other guys. One of them I don't really know his name, and so I'll call him Friend Three. And then yeah, uh, the other one, I think his name is Friend Two, Edward or Edmund, something like that. Edgar. What? Add something. Why did you skip to friend three? Who's friend two? Friend two is Edgar Edmund. Okay. He's more relevant, so he's two. Edgar and friend three. Yeah. Cuddy, <laughs> Edgar, friend three. Got it. Yeah. Unforgettable names. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't want to, if I was an actor, I wouldn't want to get the role of friend three if I was auditioning for one of these friends, you know? I'd want a named character. Yeah, I'd want Cuddy. <laughs> Cuddy sounds cool. Well, Cuddy explains that this organization, Brothers for Brothers, supports the vets, and the way they do that is they bring broken down combat cars from overseas back to the U.S., refurbish them on site, and then resell them, which supports the facility and the rehab efforts and all the resources that they provide. That does not in any way seem cost effective whatsoever but okay <laughs> when you say combat cars you, uh, are we just talking normal vehicles that are destroyed in combat or are we talking yeah i think okay. so it, okay. that's not like yep. tanks <clears throat> right it's like and, and not average dope, vehicles like, maybe like jeeps yeah. or something it just look like normal like army cars jeeps? in the glimpse that we got that's uh, yeah quite okay. an organization <laughs> and cuddy says that kareem got religious and joined the mosque, and that's when he started pulling away, and he was dating a new girl from that community. And JJ's surprised by that, because he didn't know anything about that part of his life, and then Shaft accuses JJ of being Islamophobic, and that's why his friend wouldn't confide in him. And JJ takes offense. <laughs> Interesting. So, so, so far, uh, Daddy Shaft has, has accused him of not liking pussy... And being an Islamophobe. <laughs> yes. And don't forget the homophobe part. So Samuel, so Daddy Shaft has indicated that he's a misogynist. He's indicated that he's a homophobe. But what he is not is an Islamophobe. <laughs> no, and that's, in fact, that's accuses disgusting. Others of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On that one, <laughs> he's almost too PC. So that night, after a hard day of getting clues, Daddy Shaft takes JJ to a club because uh, he wants to take the edge off, and he also has some business of his own. And uh, JJ's going to leave early when 
Daddy Shaft summons two ladies that he's familiar with, and they start flirting with JJ, and JJ says, well, I suppose I could stay for one more drink, and Daddy Shaft is proud, and he starts grinding up on the dance floor, just doing his thing, while JJ is in this uh, three-way flirtation. But then we cut back to the three-way flirtation, and he's giving them academic advice. So he's still in doing things his way. Mm-hmm. And Daddy Shaft's probably not it. happy. But Daddy Shaft doesn't hear that part. He's doing his own he just, thing. He just sees his son talking to women, and yeah. therefore he's proud. Yeah. Do you get the impression that this is the club that he goes to a lot? Yeah, he does. Because his business like there is to go have a chat with Method Man, who's a club regular and buddy of Shaft's. And Method Man says, you think I didn't know you were out on the streets like investigating Manny and roughing up guys? I know everything that happens in Harlem. And he says, I know. That's why I'm here. I need you to look into uh, a couple of these Brothers for Brothers guys. I have a, I have a feeling something's not up, not right. Method mm-hmm. Man, he's got and, a, ears on the streets. Yeah, and Method Man says, why are you even bothering with JJ? You've never been a father before. And he says, well, if JJ can lead me to Gordito, then that's street poetic justice. Because Gordito is the one that ruined my family in the first place. Did he use the term street poetic justice? Yes, he did. I made sure to write it down. It's, I'm, I'm very glad on both counts. <laughs> what is Daddy Shaft's hat game? Is is it hatless or does um, he have a rocket it's hat? It's like toque. Toque. Okay. Toque. No yeah. kangle. No, mostly toque. Yeah, the kangle just wouldn't work. As much as I want to see it, it's. <laughs> It's not right for Shaft, I don't think. I'm really happy that you asked that question and also that you asked it so out of nowhere. <laughs> and, but sometimes no hat. A lot of times just no hat. No hat. That's what I was, I was looking at the poster and it's no hat. And That's um, a classic the, Shaft look, the, the bald head. The bald head, yeah. And I, it is a classic Shaft look. And I just thought it's a the character is a no hat character, but Sam Jackson is such a great hat wearer. It's, <laughs> there's a conflict there. And that's why I, that's what was going through my head when I asked that question. <laughs> It's beautiful. While while Shaft and Medman are having their conversation, Junior or JJ gets drunk and starts getting into a bar fight. We don't see the inception of the fight, Whoa. so I don't know why. Maybe the guy was trying to cut in and flirt with the girls. I don't know. What I do right. know is that in his drunken state, JJ is able to fight because he used to take lessons in capoeira. Which, as he describes to Daddy Shaft, is Brazilian dance fighting. Dance fighting, correct. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, it just comes out of me when I'm drunk. My mom made me take lessons. And Daddy Shaft says, I was so close to being proud of you. Because JJ does win the fight with his sweet capoeira moves. Yeah, but he's doing like swoopy, cartwheely kicks and stuff, probably, yeah, and, like, right? Yeah, he goes like between the guy's legs on the floor... Uh, and then, like, swooshes up with a kick. Very balletic. Did you find it to be, I don't know, intriguing? Yes, I did. Very much. How do you, how do you find young young JJ? I found him appealing. I didn't find the capoeira... I wouldn't go as far to say erotic, but I was <laughs> intrigued. All right. Yeah. You could tell he has some sort of prowess, and that's an appealing characteristic. Yeah. And, like, I was into his in a young wearing shaft. the Gap vibes. Like, I really liked his outfits. Yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> so many layers and different patterns. A lot of, like, sweater on cool pattern blouse underneath. And then jacket. I like that look. 
you liked young J.J. Shaft's blouses? Is yeah. this what you're telling me? <laughs> Blouse? What are you, some kind of pussy? <laughs> so he, uh, J.J., wins a fight. He wins a physical fight and shows physical masculine dominance over other men by yeah. beating them in a fight. And Daddy Shaft, where's he? He warms to it because that's masculine and, and good. Uh, it's Shaft-like, but he's... Still has reservations because of the dance fight technique. Yeah, when he learns that the technique was dance fight, he gets upset. Yeah, if he called it Brazilian bitch slapping. (laughs) Brazilian (laughs) pussy murdering. (laughs) Yeah, Daddy Shaft would probably like that. But despite his reluctance, Daddy Shaft does take JJ home and tucks him in and he sees that he has some of the stuff, some of the gifts, like Super Bowl ring still. Who's Super Bowl ring? What team? Well, he says, and I didn't know who he meant, but you will. He says, you know, this is a real Super Bowl ring. I lifted it, or I got it from LT after I did a big favor for him back in the day. Oh, yeah. Lawrence Taylor, Giants, 86, uh, I think? I see. LT. They were in a bartering relationship. Can you do me a favor? Daddy so, Shaft? I'll, that's perfect. LT is the perfect um, player. How many rings? Because he, he rings would be friends with Shaft. <laughs> How many rings does he have? Well, he Lawrence just gave Taylor? JJ the one. Yeah, but how many does he have in his career? I think Lawrence Taylor, I think those Giants won um, two Super Bowls. So he wouldn't have to give away his only ring. The next day, along with Sasha, who insists on coming, they go to the mosque where Kareem had joined. And it's the the same. Yeah. Okay. Two shafts, one Sasha. Gotcha. And she's never met Daddy Shaft before, but she knows all about him because she's been friends with JJ all this time. And she lays into Daddy Shaft a little bit like, oh, I never knew what you looked like before because you've never been around for 25 years. And how does Daddy Shaft respond to a woman uh, speaking to him that way? He actually responds well. He likes her sass. All right. Daddy I'm Shaft stunned. Is, uh, yeah, he's uh, unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think he likes a sassy lady. Yeah, like, clearly. He likes to be challenged. Yeah, I mean, Regina Hall's no wallflower. Absolutely not, no. And then how does this shakedown go? Well, or investigation? So first of all, Daddy Shap knows that JJ has a crush, crush on her. Like, it's very obvious. Okay. But anyway, back to the actual field work. They realize that the mosque is the same one as the one led by the FBI watch list guy. That JJ volunteered for at the top of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's connected. And they find the girlfriend that Kareem was dating, and they're starting to ask her some questions, and she's a little bit afraid to answer. And then her father shows up, and he is that leader. He's the watch list guy, and he demands they leave. Mm-hmm. Complaints mm-hmm. are made that, and he sees that the guy has a badge, that JJ has a badge. And so. The Islamic leader guy complains, this gets out, and exactly what Big Butt Wolliver didn't want to happen happens, which is it appears that the FBI is pursuing an Islamophobic related investigation. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is exactly what JJ does not need. Well, he's put on administrative leave. Hmm. JJ got shafted. Honestly, uh, was there any the uh, was there any follow up regarding the men that Daddy Shaft shot? No. Okay. 
They're zero dead. follow up. They're not dead. They're, he shot they, in they're the shot leg. in the leg. They're shot in the leg. They're, they're, they're witnesses they were to the fact that they were <laughs> okay. Immediate infections. Everything's <laughs> fine. Um, but Daddy Chef does arrange because JJ and Sasha are like, okay, well, I'll call you tomorrow and talk about new information, or I could just text you. Or and Daddy Chef says, text. It's a phone. Just call the girl. Better yet, why don't you take her to dinner and you can debrief over the meal. And Sasha says, you know, actually, that sounds nice. She leaves, and JJ reluctantly says, thanks, Daddy Shaft. And Daddy Shaft says, no problem. I love pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And I love you, son. (laughs) And you you are a pussy, and I don't like that. You'll learn. (laughs) It's a subtle difference. (laughs) Later, when it's just the two shafts, in the car together, Regina calls, and JJ puts her on speaker, and Daddy Shaft says, don't tell her that you're with me, because he knows that she'll be mad. And so JJ doesn't, but Daddy Shaft does hear the conversation, and she says, I'm coming to town, or coming to the city for the weekend, because I have a date, uh, I'd love to get together and see you. And Daddy Shaft is mad that she's dating, and he says, how many guys has she been with since me and jj says i don't know maybe nine or ten and daddy shaft says oh so no big deal those aren't big numbers those aren't big numbers that's pretty woke yeah not being you know the classic alpha male about his ex-women he's open to her having taken 10 lovers (laughs) over 25 years that isn't very many no Um, seems reasonable i was curious about sasha the actress i see she works quite a bit yeah, and she, she was played a Storm. Storm. Yeah. Yeah. She's I prefer fine. her work in this than her Storm based work. Well, <sighs> now that he's on leave, he needs to use a different computer. And so he uses Shaft's mm. computer to hack the mosque files. Shaft has a computer only because he says when you like bust up a guy, you get to keep his stuff, including his so computer he's... that I stole. So not not a specific guy, but some guy that he busted up. In the past, yeah. Some fucking nerd. (laughs) I feel like it's a bad idea to hack into the... I mean, considering that this whole investigation into Islamophobic practices is going on, maybe hacking the mosque's computer systems is not the best move? Well, JJ is a shaft on a mission. Yeah, and he is a like a cybercrime guy, so he presumably has those kind of skills. Yeah, this is his MIT own. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, this is right in his yeah. own. He discovers that there was a large deposit made by a newly formed grocery store directly to the leader of the mosque, so that the dad of the girlfriend, in the amount of 500K. A local, a local a home store. Wow. Yeah. Well, now we, we got a front situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think, yes. So they go to the store looking for Benny, the proprietor, who turns out to be female. And uh, she is none too pleased to be questioned by these strange men. And in short order, she takes a baseball bat to JJ's head. Oh, God. (laughs) So sorry. So sorry. Can we just play this out quickly? Hello. We're here to ask you some questions. And she's like, who the hell are you? Like, who the hell are you? And uh, she takes it back to him. Yeah. Well, uh, but but when they, she says, "Who the hell are you?" He's like, "I'm from the FBI." No, I don't think they do say that. They just say we're here to ask some questions about Kareem and the mosque and the cat. And just wham, yeah. wham. 
Wow. Okay, Benny. I'm a fan. <laughs> and who was who was there? JJ and Daddy, Daddy Chef? Chef. Yeah. And she just cranks JJ in the head. So of she the cranks bat. JJ, and then I assume we cut to another scene. No. Meanwhile, Daddy <laughs> Shaft is in play. No, Daddy Shaft says. Well, so they get into a verbal tussle, Daddy Shaft and JJ, and JJ, this is the one from the trailer where he says, like, you can't hit a woman. He says, you're the one being misogynistic. I don't care if she's a woman. I'm going to, like, beat up anyone that is in my way. And JJ says, you can't. And that's when she takes it back to him, when they're having this fight between themselves. Oh, ouch. Also, even as he's defending her honor as a woman. Yeah, she don't care. And then Daddy Shaft says, well, my son says I can't beat you up. And that's fine. I can live with that, but I'm going to beat up your stuff. So he starts shooting all her things, like her phone and her Hermes bag and her computer, until she gives um, them more information. Are they in her – they're in her store. They're, her yeah, they're like store. in the office of the store. The office of the store, okay. And I note that um, Benny is played by uh, Lauren Velez, who is was Captain La Huerta on Dexter. Yes. And I, I love that actress. Yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's, she is fantastic. Yeah. Also, I do like the move of, I can't beat you up, so I'm going to shoot your stuff. <laughs> I find that charming. It's maybe the most charming move by a daddy shaft to date in this film. I like yeah. that he shot the guy in the leg so he could beat up the other guy. I gotta say. I feel like kind of a bit heavy-handed. This is equally as charming without, you know, shotgunning anyone in the leg. I like when he thought that an organization called Brothers for Brothers was some sort of gay men's organization. <laughs> Yeah, I like poorly, that poorly disguised. Yeah. <laughs> but well, then 10 minutes later was really upset when he thought his son might be an Islamophobe. <laughs> that was a bridge too far. Uh, back at Daddy Shaft's investigation office, they don't have much to go on. They didn't learn that much from Benny. But So, he, so he's regained consciousness? Did he go through a concussion protocol? No, Our he brains losing out of his ear? What's happening? Conscious. He was just like, she hit me. She hit me right in the head. Oh. Daddy Shaft says, there's something about her. Oh, he asks, did we ever, you know? She says no. So back at the office, he's like, you know, maybe we didn't get fresh, but there's something about her. I know I've encountered her before. And JJ says, there's no way you're going to find what you're looking for in these disorganized file folders that you have strewn around the office. Like, you don't even use this computer that you stole. And Daddy Shaft says, on the contrary, and he immediately finds the file that he is looking for, and he says, no, this isn't my Puerto Ricans I don't trust file. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a funny line. And JJ says, you have a racist-based file system? And he says, yeah, isn't that how the FBI does it too? And he says, yeah, oh, kind of. Oh, shots, 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 yeah. shots. Yep. Love it. Love it. We're all racist. <laughs> so in that file, he finds an old Love photo it. of Benny with Gordito. Damn. Uh, wait, Benny, there's a photo of Benny with Gordito. Yeah, from a much oh. earlier time. Everything oh, is coming up, Bill House. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he this concludes case just that, got yeah, wide open. that uh, Benny is a fun for the Gordito cartel. That night, it, they decide to take the night off because JJ says, we don't need to do all of your shotgunning technique. I put a spy cam on Benny's desk, so we're going to use some of my ways of doing things. So, therefore, we can take the night off and review tomorrow. I'm going to have dinner with Sasha. Enjoy your night off, Daddy Shaft. Mm-hmm. Daddy Shaft uses that night to interrupt Regina Hall's date. Which he knows of because it was on the phone call. And so he knows where she'll be. She freaks out and 
sees him there, goes to the bathroom, and yells into the mirror at herself over how sultry he still looks, and why is he there? Is he following me? Is he trying to get back with me? I don't want to get back with you, but damn, you smell good. And this goes on for some time. To herself. In the mirror, yeah. Uh, and who is she on a date with? Um, basically, an older version of JJ. Another white bitch, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Just another, just another, <laughs> quite, quite, biatch. Uh, yeah, the guy is just like a nerdy, mild-mannered black guy. Seems nice. Um, it seems nice, yeah. Uh, okay, got it. But just D- Daddy Chef's presence has thrown uh, Regina into just a complete tizzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the point where she has like a pheromone-level attraction, like she can't resist. Yeah. But then Daddy Shaft notices thugs, just like he had in the opening, and kind of tries to pull the same move on her. And they end up uh, turning a table over, a circle table over, and using it as a shield and kind of like rolling themselves and the table as a shield. So uh. Daddy Shaft Daddy Shaft sat down yeah. at the table that the two of them were dining at? Yeah, actually he sits down yeah. with the guy while she's in the bathroom and she returns to the table to find them... <laughs> wrapping together. Wait, wait, wait. Like, continuing that thread. Great continuing move. that thread. He's already sat down with the guy. She returns to the bath- bathroom. He notices thugs mirroring yeah. the beginning of the film. And then you said he tried to pull the same move again, which means while her date's at the table, he requests that she orally pleasure him. I don't I don't know if he's that bold about it, but yeah, I know. He's a saucy man. He's a saucy man. Yeah, that's saucy, all right. That is saucy. I don't know if it was that out there, that ultra. But anyway, the shootout happens, and he saves her, and it's all fine, I guess. No one, he's won the day. Um, day. And they they use that rolling table move, like Indiana Jones' Temple of Doom. Yeah. Like, run behind a rolling thing. Yeah. Love that move. Yeah, it was cool. And, like, she still got it, too. Like, she... Because she used to run with him pre-JJ. So she still got some of her tactics. And, like, she can do that. He's like, just right. keep rolling, baby. <laughs> I dig it. You just... You just, <laughs> just keep it rolling. <laughs> you just said she used to run with him back in the day. And you said it, like, like very convincingly. But <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what is her job? How does she make a living? I don't know. Never said. But she used to run with him back in the day. I don't think she officially was his partner, but she, like, got caught up, caught up in his situations often, it seemed. In, in street adventures. Yeah. Yeah, running the street games of Harlem together. <laughs> street poetry. <laughs> All right. But she, she makes money somehow, enough to have lived in upstate New York and sent her son to MIT. Yeah, she seems to be living, like, a very regular, middle-class, respectable life. I just don't know what her job is, because they don't say yeah. Okay. All right. Then well, she, so she's still got game, and he's got game, and they've got some sort of, like, instinctive connection. Yeah, they have electric chemistry. Um, Were you feeling it? I was feeling it. That's good. I was feeling Daddy Chef the whole time, regardless of all his horrible phrasing and misguided points of view. So Daddy Chef realizes that if there's been a hit on him, there's probably been a hit on J.J. as well. Cut to J.J.'s dinner with Sasha. So did I mention that Sasha is a gun wielder? 
because she is, and because JJ says, I don't carry a gun. I don't need a gun for my data analyst job. And she says, even I have a gun. And that comes in handy because she has it in her purse at the meal. So when the shootout strikes their dinner, JJ takes her gun and in a very erotically charged but weird slow-mo while she's salivating over it he takes charge and is able to shoot everyone and save the day oh my my she's very aroused <laughs> and how does that is that explained through he had basic training so he knows how to yeah well when it's all over she says i thought you weren't a gun guy he said i don't like guns i didn't say i couldn't use one oh. That's kind of a stupid choice. I I would have liked if she had been the shooter because she's the gun nut. Yeah. Yeah, she just hands it to him like as if she's Stu- never like touched it before. But yeah, she's all about him now. And at the same time, Daddy Shaft and Regina Hall show up. You know, they don't need to save him. It's all over, but they do show up. And Regina says, Shaft, is, you're meant to, to protect him. That's why I separated you in the first place. Now you've put him in danger again. She does not realize that J.J. is the one that has created this case for himself. So she's mad at Shaft. Indeed. Does J.J. speak up for that? Bring that up? That convo happens just between her and Daddy Shaft on the way to his gotcha. date. He and said, Daddy Shaft's like, no, no, my son fucking brought me into this mess. He doesn't say. He doesn't say. He covers say. for J.J. He takes he her wrath. Oh, okay. Yes. And That's very wise. Yeah. And he knows that to please her, he has to put a stop to this. So he says, it's time that we turn the evidence over to the FBI, even though Daddy Shaft's real impulse is to keep pursuing it. And the evidence that they have is that J.J. lifted a phone from one of the thugs that he shot and sees text history between the thug and Benny who put the hit on them. He calls Benny and can watch on the spy cam while she confirms, like, you know, is it done? So they know for sure she put the hit out. And there's also some other stuff on the text history about a drop being made. And so there's, like, stuff to give to Big Butt Welliver. And JJ's surprised, but he does comply with Daddy Shaft and turns over the evidence. And this is all done to please Regina Hall. Wow. Okay. And it all seems like... Daddy Shaft make, making mature decisions here. Yeah. Yep. And it nice seems like with all the evidence they have that the Benny crew is in collusion with the mosque people because of the money mm-hmm. transfers and all that. So they do a raid on the mosque, find nothing, and now it's all over the news that they're rampantly running Islamophobic uh, investigations. investigations and, you know, unprovoked, unnecessary and Big Butt Welliver is very angry and fires JJ. Whoa. They, but you decided to make that, but Big Butt decided to do that raid based yeah. on the evidence he was handed. Correct. What a, what a cock. Uh, also, okay, so they do a raid on the mosque, but don't they also bust up Benny's joint? She's the even more guilty party. That evidence is fucking lock solid. Do they raid her? Uh, I think she she does get arrested. I don't remember if it's at this moment, but she does, yeah. Okay. It would seem to be skipping a step, just going straight to the mosque. <laughs> yeah. But the mosque part is the problematic in the news part. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, well, honestly, I see a different path for JJ. I don't think he was meant to work under Special Agent Big Butt. <laughs> you think it should just be all shaft all the time? Yeah. Shaft think, on shaft? I think it should be double, if not triple shaft, all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, JJ goes to see Daddy Shaft after the firing, and he overhears Daddy Shaft on the phone with Method Man, who's calling to report what he's gleaned from his looking into the Brothers for Brothers guy that Daddy Shaft had requested at the club. Cuddy? Uh, no, friend two. Friend two, Edward. Edward, Edward, whatever. They realize that friend two is cousins with Benny. And now there's a link between the Benny Gordito cartel and the B for B guys. This is a complex investigation. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That's why I had to take the notes immediately after because, yeah, yeah, a lot of moving Um, parts. And and, 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 uh, Granddaddy Shaft, like maybe a little spoiler here, but he's not in play yet. Right? Uh, no, he's not. Oh, you'll okay. know when he's in play. Uh, and <laughs> JJ overhears he overhears all of this, but he also overhears Method Man say, now you can forget about helping JJ and go straight to what you really want, which is Gordito. And Daddy Shaft is like, yeah, I guess. He's not, like, that passionate about it, but he doesn't disclaim Method Man's opinion. And JJ overhears all of that. And then JJ lays into him and says, you didn't really want to help me at all. You've just been using me as a gateway to Gordito. This is your vision all along. And you're still a bad father. And none of this was because you care about my friend or my situation or anything. Peace. Mm. All right, then. Tough. It's partly true. He's partly correct, but he's also partly wrong. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of layers. It's it's true. Nothing's black and white. (laughs) And that's what I'm learning. <laughs> Daddy Shaft is affected by it, and he goes to visit Regina Hall at her ho- her hotel room because she's staying in the city overnight. And he finally and she, apologizes. She, again, she came to the city for a date? It was really weird. She came to the city for a date, had a hotel room just for herself. Well, and I mean. And just making a weekend of it. But, I mean, but the guy lived there, I think. He yeah, must have been a really promising prospect. Yeah. yeah. yeah she must have had her Tinder she had her Tinder radius way up. Yeah, it was unclear like how she knew this guy and why she. Maybe they're so not far that far upfield. upstate. Maybe, but enough where she was staying overnight at a hotel. Uh, good point. There's just no good men in like the Syracuse, Albany, <laughs> Rochester area. He finally apologizes and she says, "You've never said those words before." And he says, "Well, I mean it. I'm sorry that I." was a bad partner and bad father to you and that I've done this and brought JJ into this, but he came to me and I was just trying to help. And so now finally she realizes that JJ did come to him and that daddy shaft didn't do this on purpose, didn't embroil him in this on purpose. It's the other way around. And she says, I tried to protect him from you all this time. And even still, he comes running right for you. So I guess at least if he's going to put himself in danger, he'll have you by his side. Shaft is very affected. Beautiful. Then he so says, despite everything else, she trusts that his uh, his his caring for his son and his uh, protective prowess. Yeah, and his swag abilities. And then he says, so, are you going to break off a brother? And it ruins the moment, and she is offended. So, okay, let's see. So meanwhile, JJ and Sasha go to the B for B HQ, 
and he asks her to stand by on watch and he says it's not because i don't think you can help but i need you to stand watch because if they start moving around you need to text me so i can clear out because they can see from the windows from the exterior all right he goes in and he listens to Cuddy and the two friends, friend two, friend three, and Ed, whatever, the cousin. And the cousin is getting a little bit riled up. I guess Benny is arrested by now, and he thinks, you know, the heat is on and that they need to turn themselves in. Cuddy disagrees, and he says, there's no time, you know, that's not in our MO. We just need to break off all the extra loose ends. And so when I tell Benny that her cousin was a rat, she'll understand why this had to happen. And he plugs friend too. Damn. Observed by JJ, filmed by JJ on his phone. Was he a rat? No, but that's just what Cuddy is going to tell. Gotcha. Because he's tying up loose ends. Yeah. Cuddy. Yeah, so now it's Cuddy in front three left standing. Mm-hmm. JJ trips and makes a noise and they notice him and they get into a little bit of a running scuffle and he gets out of it in time, but they've gotten Sasha. So Cuddy now has Sasha held at gunpoint as a hostage and he says, you have to give me your phone, which has the evidence on it that he just filmed. Video, which he does. Yeah. And all looks like it's going to be pretty ugly when Daddy Shaft rolls up in his car, ramming through a chain link fence and arriving on the spot. And friend two shoots up his car. But while this is happening, JJ gets in. Friend three, you mean? Friend three. My mistake. Friend three. Friend three, yeah. Well, he's friend two now. He's been upgraded. (laughs) (laughs) I think he could just be called friend, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Friend up the car. JJ gets in Daddy Shaft's car. They aren't able to save Sasha, and she gets taken with Cuddy and Friend in their van in a hostage scenario. Hostage van. Yeah. Okay, so Daddy Shaft charging in to save the day. He didn't really accomplish much. Well, he got his son out of the yeah. scrap. Yeah. But Sasha remains a captive. So now we're in a car chase. No. they're Now they're collecting themselves. And okay. also his car his shot, shot up, up and destroyed. Yeah. I see. Daddy nice Shaft job, says, we're going to need some firepower. I know where to go. Granddaddy Shaft. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> On route to Granddaddy Shaft, Daddy Shaft says, yes, I wanted to get Gordito. But if that means losing my son again, I'd give up Gordito. I came here for you, son. Like, you in this particular scenario. Beautiful. It was beautiful. A reconciliation occurring. Yeah, he says, I've only wanted to get Gordito all along because he ruined our family and took you from me, so to speak. And I'm not going to let that happen again. So if I have to choose, I choose you over my quest. Perfect timing for this father-son reconciliation as they're about to go meet. The granddaddy. Yeah, and they arrive, and just like Daddy Shaft did to JJ, Granddaddy Shaft trains two guns on them, one apiece. <laughs> Do you get the impression that Daddy Shaft and Granddaddy Shaft see each other often? They definitely don't. There are a few references to, you think I'm a bad father? Well, you didn't meet my father, because JJ's never met uh, Granddaddy Shaft. And uh-huh. they also discuss how, for most of Daddy Shaft's life, Granddaddy Shaft was posing as 
uncle shaft. But no time to get into all these petty squabbles as there's a hostage situation afoot. And they ask Granddaddy Shaft if they can use some of his merch. And he has a whole hidden closet in his apartment just armed up to the teeth. So, so sorry. So he's just a gun runner? I think it's his private collection. Is he? But he's retired. Yeah. And as they're collecting everything and have a duffel bag of it, they turn around and they're like, thanks, Granddaddy Shaft, we'll get these back to you. And Granddaddy Shaft says, oh, no. You think you're taking these and not taking me with you? I don't think so. So he joins in because he's retired and bored. And he also says, you can take all the guns you want, son, but I miss the old bare knuckle days when you really had to scrap for a win. He just says that. He just mentions that. Yeah. For now. That he longs for the days of uh, bare knuckles. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm foreseeing Brooks. <laughs> yeah. I'm foreseeing a scene with hand-to-hand combat where Granddaddy Shaft gets in a fist fight, and then we also see some Kaipoera action happening at the same oh, time. Oh, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing! Side by side. You're not really off. You're not quite there. All right. Very close. Well, you know, if I was if I knew it all, then we wouldn't need to do this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Uh, JJ is able to track Sasha through like Find My Friend hack into her phone kind of thing to locate yep. geolocate her and they go to the office tower uh granddaddy shaft knocks out the security guard almost because he feels like it i think they could have gone in another way but uh what, you know he's just getting it tower? i'm sorry what where sasha is being held in an office know. tower yeah okay not owned by anyone or belonging to anything mm-hmm. that we we haven't seen this before it seems to be where Gordito, it might be his pad. I think it is his pad. We don't know this yet. We just know where okay. she so is. So it's like condos, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And JJ says, I can put the elevator camera on loop, and then they won't see us coming. And Daddy Shaft says, that never works in the movies. And JJ says, you just don't trust technology. Like, it can be done. In this movie, it doesn't work because while they're in the elevator, they lose the Wi-Fi from JJ's phone. And, like, that's the thing controlling the loop. And so it cut, yeah. you know, it, like, unscrambles or whatever. It goes back to as is. Yep. Classic. And so they are so unable to. Watching. Yeah, they're unable to use the elevator move. And so they end up swinging from outside the building crashing into the building granddaddy shaft daddy shaft both successful doing that but jj hits it too lightly and like doesn't break the glass enough okay can can you sorry can you just explain we're swinging into an uh a condo tower yeah or or an office tower we're swinging in what are they are they how many stories up in the air are they how are they suspended i can't answer any of that and not because of my failing so they're in the elevator they realize oh, this isn't working, you know, the camera's on again, we'll have to try something different, cut to, the elevator door opens, it's full of smoke, they've, like, shoved the security guard in it, I think, like, there's a man in it that is not them, Mm -hmm. which is a distraction, (laughs) and then somehow, in that interim period of that elevator ride, they have strung themselves up on ropes that they have somehow. From the outside of the building. Yeah. (laughs) And then they get access to the outside of the building yeah we don't see any of that we just see elevator opening smoke body not them swing into and the glass they're, t- they're tom cruising it yeah. like ghost protocol tom cruising it from the outside of the building yeah 
and they come smashing through the window. Yeah. Except JJ. Yeah. How many I'm stories right. in the air would you say they are? I mean, there's no context. Like, we don't really see... Oh, no, we see the ground below later. High. High. They're high up. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm right yeah, back at the movie Skyscraper, like episode seven <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Well, we know how he did it. He was he jumped off a crane. It's very clear. He jumped off a crane and into a window. Yeah. It was Straight very forward. easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. JJ doesn't break through, so he kind of has to like walk along the exterior wall and then use one of the holes mm-hmm. one of the senior shafts made. May- penetrate one of the holes yeah. already <laughs> penetrated by a senior shaft. Yeah. Sure. What a pussy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so they're so, all in there. Uh, there's there's villains, I assume, who are like, oh, no. Yeah, there's villains. But before we get into all that scuffle, they have kind of discussed the scheme and just in an exposition conversation explained it all because I still didn't fully understand, like, the ins and outs. What mm-hmm. they conclude is that the imported cars – that were in the B for B organization were filled with drugs. Perfect. That makes sense. That's great. Yeah, it makes sense. And those B for B guys were selling straight to the Gordito cartel, facilitated by Benny. Mm-hmm. Kareem didn't want to do have anything to do with it when it came out. They tried to give his share of the money to the mosque leader, which he was now in with, as a gesture to appease him. That still didn't work. He was still gonna rat them. And they had to clean up that loose end. So that's how the mosque got kind of showcased as a participant, even though they were innocent all along. Yep. Damn. So that's that. Their only crime would have been not reporting that to the police. The money? Yeah. The offer, yeah. But a minor, minor thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Back to the scuffle. Case closed. I mean, yeah. still the matter of apprehending the uh, <laughs> the culprits. Yeah, so uh, three shafts versus quite a few thugs, including Cuddy and Friend. And uh, Sasha briefly escaped from her because they're like, we should tie her up. And Cuddy says, where is she going to go? And then she kind of does a couple of her own self-defense moves. She kicks Friend in the nuts runs away a little bit, but there's just nowhere to go. So she's re-apprehended and now tied up. Okay. And let's see. So three shafts kind of break away from each other, and they're all doing their own things. Daddy shaft is uh, mostly just gunplay killing everyone. (laughs) Gunplay killing granddaddy. (laughs) Granddaddy shaft is at a corner of two walls meeting at a corner. Yeah. And like with her back. Cor- oh, you mean it. a cor- you mean a corner? <laughs> not in not an inside corner. An outside corner. Like where their backs are against two and they can kind of lean and look at each other. Right. Yes. Let's not do too much <laughs> geometry here, but <laughs> I, I'm following you. Where two walls meet. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's a 90 degree angle, the con- Jeremy. Vex part, not the concave part of the corner. I got okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. <laughs> they call that the old convex corner move. <laughs> math, it's a math podcast. That's incredible. You, yeah, I, I get it. No, I to- actually I needed that. So I was like, so he's at a corner. It's convex. Yeah, it's convex you just say though. A regular That's... corner. Then you're like, I know. Hey, then I was like, other. he's in the corner. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That this makes more sense. There. He's at the corner. <laughs> God, for God's sake, he's at the corner doing what? There's two guys. It's Granddaddy Shaft on one wall, a thug on one of the other walls, and they both click and realize they've both run out of ammo. And Granddaddy Shaft says, great, I'll give you a chance here. And so they face off, and the thug punches Granddaddy Shaft, and Granddaddy Shaft says, you know, not bad. You have some bite. Like, he's excited. Now is his chance to bare knuckle. And right when he's thinking they're going to get into it, the thug pulls out a knife, and Granddaddy Shaft says pussy and then he shoots the guy with his second gun amazing <laughs> amazing granddaddy shaft and has clear codes on how <laughs> combat should occur and i love it mostly involves corners <laughs> it Convex mattered corners. that corner situation description Absolutely. mattered. it did a, a concave corner would not have the scene doesn't make any sense <laughs> if the corner is concave it simply makes no sense. That would just be Granddaddy Chef standing in a corner and be like, all right. I'm weird. over here. I'm over here. Everyone yeah, the criminal me. comes and stands with him. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, we're here together. Hey, cut to... Oh, by the way, Gordito has shown up. He's kind of... Because he came to do his transaction with Cuddy right when this kind of started. And so he's present, but has not engaged with anyone yet. He's... Staying off to the side, letting his men do his work. Very similar to how he was in the flashback yes. in 94. Yes. Back in 94. Yeah. He hangs back. That's his thing. Okay. What's JJ What's JJ up to? <laughs> well, JJ is one-on-one versus Cuddy. And as you anticipated, he's capoeiraing him. <laughs> Effectively? He effectively capoeiras him, but his death blow move is with gun. Because, you know, he's supposed to be a true-born shaft. Yeah. There you go. I mean, he kind of, then he's sort of almost John wooing it by the end with, for the kill blow. Yeah. And as he gives yeah. the kill blow, Daddy Shaft and Granddaddy Shaft roll up. They've kind of cleared out their area of the kill zone. And Granddaddy <laughs> Shaft says, you know, I told you, the kids got moves. So now it's the four of them left standing. Three shafts, one Sasha. One Gordito. And one Gordito. Yeah. Okay. And Gordito is just, like, calmly standing to the side, and now I bet he has something to say. Yeah, now he shows up, and he trains. He's got uh, the gun that has, like, the red dot sight laser point thing. Um, And he's training that on Junior and Shaft, or JJ, and Daddy Shaft says, you can put that on me, Gordito. I'm the one you want. I'm the one who ruined your cartel operation back in the day and had to, like, put you on the on the ropes. And Gordito says, no, I didn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be amazing what? if he all says, you no, said what? was no. I didn't know. I just said, catch my breath. I, I uh, loved it. No, I didn't come for you back then. That hit was for the baby. I wanted to take the thing that you loved the most. And now I have another chance. And you're going to lose everything that you hold dear. And just as he's about to shoot JJ, Daddy Shaft pushes Junior JJ aside, like hitting him from the side, taking the the shot himself. Yeah, Daddy Shaft. Granddaddy. Granddaddy Shaft takes the knife that he took from the thug and throws it very deftly into Gordito from across the room. Boom. Wow. And then... 
Daddy Shaft, plugs Gordito multiple times with his various guns, cracking the window behind Gordito. And this is why I did know how many levels up they were, because we see Gordito fall slowly and hitting against the wall a couple times, smashing into a van below death. Oh, so they're like they're like thirty stories up or something. Yeah. And so Gord- also he fell to his death with a knife and multiple gunshots in him. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Knife, bullets, gravity. Splat. Yeah. Van. van. Knife, bullets, gravity. Was it their kidnapping van that he fell on? I think so, yeah. Mm. Irony. Beautiful. Yeah. So much street poetry. Uh, street <laughs> justice poetry. So then they notice so that Daddy, Daddy Shaft, Shaft has is a shot. Bullet. Yep. Yeah, okay. and he passes out, and then we hear, like, alarms, and they're like, Sasha, what should we do? Because she's a doctor. Cut to Daddy Shaft waking up in the hospital, and he says, he sees Granddaddy Shaft, and he says, are you deaf? And then he wakes up a little bit more, and he says, oh, no, it's just you, Pop. Do you bring me any pussy? And, <laughs> <laughs> and Regina is, Hall is uh... there, and he says, you did! okay that's actually funny (laughs) Uh, meanwhile jj and sasha are frenching off to the side because now finally they can admit their passion for each other and now that he's gone yeah full shaft Mm -hmm. uh, you must have been happy about that of course but i mean it was inevitable uh, and then daddy shaft ruins the moment again when he asks again so you're gonna break me off this time so it's and unclear. She still says no? Yeah, but it seems like probably she will. Yeah, he took a bullet for their son. Yeah. That earns one break off. <laughs> she must be doing that thing, like, looking at him where she's, like, annoyed by him, but also charmed, you know? That whole, like, you oh, yeah. rascal, yeah, like, you sexy you're so rascal. Virile. I can't resist you, but I need to make this not okay. Yeah, Even like, I, I have to give you some shit. Yeah. So you can maybe probably not even actually really learn a lesson. <laughs> yeah, oh, he will not. He will not be learning anything. Cut to JJ wearing a signature shaft long trench coat. Goes back to the FBI where Big Butt Wolliver welcomes him back and says, not only are you back, but you've been promoted to a field agent slash data analyst. And so all along, Daddy Shaft was like, you can, you've got to tell that guy like where to stuff it. And so finally he does, and he says, I'm not coming back. Like, I'm not working for the man anymore. Like, you can stuff it. And he gives him back his badge. That's <laughs> and, the end? No. Hey, he... <laughs> buddy, stuff it. I don't think he said stuff it, but I I like it. Did um, he call him a pussy? No, I don't think he does. But then he comes right. outside, and all three shafts are wearing the exact same outfit. Cool. Like, knitted cable sweater thing and long red trench. And Do they slow-mo walk? Kind of. And they definitely walk in like a three-way full frame. A shaftery? Yeah, shaftery. And uh, Granddaddy Shaft, back from retirement, unretired, says, I got a hot tip on a case. And the three walk off together, shafts in hand. 